episode of the Tennis Box, uh, June seventh. Uh, today, we're going to be uh, covering post game analysis of the French Open finals uh, from this last Sunday. Uh, how's it going, Bodie Sham? Doing all right. How about you, Sammy Mac? I'm just kind of hanging around, floating, you know, trying to stay out of trouble, surviving. Just surviving, yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> so, um, how are you feeling today, Bushim? All right. What kind, uh, of, what kind of box you got today? I mean, who, who's in your box today, Bodie? I'd have to say, based on several different things over the weekend, uh, I would go with Patrick Swayze in my box today. That kind of goes along with, if you've seen Roadhouse, pain don't hurt. It's kind of for me and Nadal, because Nadal, with Nadal, pain don't hurt, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I need to get a dead foot. Yeah. Yeah, like, rest <laughs> of my butt. Yeah, I got a lot of joints that are kind of dead anyway, so uh, it doesn't work for me, although. If you, if you can, yeah, he takes uh, injection just to get it dead. You're, our, we have parts already dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got joints that stopped working a while ago. Yeah. Uh, or, or they make so much noise, yeah, they, they wake up the dead. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice if you got some pain, you just dead it up and uh, you can keep going the way that it all goes. <laughs> no pain, no gain. Yeah. No pain, don't hurt. How about you, Sammy Mac? Who do you got in your box? Today, I don't know. Um, maybe I, I know I put Vince McMahon in my box today. Uh, Vinny Mac. What's that? Vinny Mac. Why? Why Vinny Mac? Uh, it's, uh probably I. Uh, you know, uh, you know, feels that that you know that kind of day where you're getting abused. So. <laughs> beat down in the ring. Yeah, beat down by Vince McMahon. Get fired. Get. Shoot out, you know, one of those days. Yeah. Yeah, they're giving you the evil eye, you know, just uh, it feels like one of those days. So, yeah, enough uh, complaining about the universe. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, the French Open finals. Uh, so, uh, so tell me what you, I mean, what'd you think about the finals, Bodie? Um, you know, you have to say uh, it was kind of what we expected, <laughs> even slightly worse. We can, we, we were like, we, I was predicting a straight setter and it, that's what it was. And it was even, even worse than that, you know, not, no, well, no, 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 was, no excitement, nothing really. Well, first set was, I mean, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, there was, I mean, I mean, they traded uh, some breaks that they in the first set. No, no, that was early. In the, yeah, they did, I think did he get a break in the first? I think it was in the second. In the second that they traded. Yeah, in the breaks. second. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think in the second he went up a break. I can't. I can't remember. Did he get a break in the first? And and the doll just rebroke him, maybe. But uh, it was all early in the sets. Yeah, there was never really. Maybe early in the match, just because he wanted to see if the doll is going to really take over. There's a little, you know, intrigue, and and early in that second set, he got that break. Went up, I think three one. You know, he's still barely holding, and it was kind of like. The feeling with Coco and Sviantec, I didn't really have much confidence in that early lead that Rude got. I kind of had the feeling that Nadal would break right back, and he did. And then he went on that crazy game run of games. They just didn't lose another game. 
Yeah, yeah, there was a turning point in the second set. But like we talked about this, um, I mean, uh, you know, something that nobody really no, he sort of commented about, you know, from the, you know, like the game analysts, uh, uh, you know, John McEnroe and company. But like if you notice, what was it like in the second or third game of the second set, the weather changed. The sun came out, it got sunny and warm. And that's when the doll just went gangster on him at that point. I think his topspin just started working at that point with his timing and his topspin and the fat, fast, slightly faster pace. It just may, seemed to, you know, take him from, you know, the extra notch or two that they just blew, they just blew just root off the court after that. So. Yeah, very true. Like the first set, the doll was just kind of keeping in play, wasn't really going for big shots. Um, it was almost, almost probably that would have been good enough anyway more. to win. I think he was feeling that, but yeah. then, like you said, the kind of the weather kind of get a little seemed like a little more sunny, a little warmer in that second set, and he, and then the doll just kind of took it to the next gear and started whipping that forehand, you know, <laughs> that we all love to see. Yeah, the one thing about Rude and that, and I think in the third set and even afterwards, I mean, he was the happiest loser of, of, yeah. of the French <laughs> Open that I've seen. I think ever. Yeah. <laughs> He I was warned, happy to I warned, be there. I warned, I warned you guys about, you know, playing your idol. And this was even like to another level because apparently, you know, his whole family was taken into the, the, the doll Academy and they're all buddy buddies. Almost like he, not that he could have, but he wouldn't even want to beat the doll to, to ruin his, <laughs> his achievement. <laughs> Cause Oh, I'm, yeah, I know if he'd, be doll, he'd be like, never, he never, he could never go back to the Academy again. It'd be like blacklisted. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Something like know, that, yeah, maybe. You had to lose the poor guy. Yeah. I mean, that really was. I think you know, psychologically, yeah. I think it was difficult for him. It was. It was. That was. That was part of it. There was no like you know competitiveness or like uh, edge or you know like it's almost like he went in already. Um, Life or death. Lose, thing, and, and you know, happy yeah. to, to just make the final and lose and and basically thinking he had no shot. You know, basically, and like you said, he was just the happiest. Finalist you've ever seen. <laughs> well, given that, now who should have Nadal had in his box uh, in, instead of who he had, to, or, or extra he should have had in his box today? Who would you, uh, you know, advise Nadal to put in his box today? All or rude. Now, uh, or at least on Sunday. Good, good to go. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess that's a. Uh, you didn't need it. Yeah, not much to add there. Well, well, what, well, well. Let's change the question around. Who should have Rude got to be in? You know, actually tried to put in in the doll's box to throw him off. I mean, since he was, you know, since he was playing so well, what would have thrown him off? Who? I mean, who could you put in like the doll's box to throw him off? Maybe, well, maybe. Well, well. Actually, change the question around. Sorry. I mean, who should have Rude had in his box maybe to throw the doll off? Rude in his box to throw him off. Um, yeah, it would it would take quite a bit <laughs> the way that match was going. Uh, maybe maybe and get like well, Saf and his old, maybe and get Saf and his old entourage in there, give a, a little distraction or something. No, <laughs> something no, else. no, Bodie, Bodie, it's obvious. I mean, should have had Uncle Tony in his box. Oh, yeah, I'm maybe, surprised. I mean, actually, I'm surprised he wasn't there uh, in the doll's box. Actually. Well, well, I mean, Rude, I mean, I mean, I mean, Rude should have got Uncle Tony show up in his box, and that have messed with Tony, you know, with the, uh, you know, with, with like the doll's, you know, you know, head a little bit, maybe, you know. That's actually a good one because it it was working for Felix. Yeah, yeah, I got Felix. Yeah, I got Felix five sets. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> At true. least you could have got a four four set out of Maybe you could have got, you know, like uh, yeah, like a tiebreaker at least. Maybe you could fight Aunt Mary or something. I don't know. You got an aunt or something that you know, Rudy could have put in, you know, you know. Is there like some third Uncle Monty or somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Monty, third Uncle. Or somebody, Uncle something to throw him off, like long lost uncle or something. Yeah, that is a good one with Uncle Tony thing because that was kind of that was kind of just going back to the Felix match. That was kind of weird how. He didn't want to be in either box because of the, you know, relationships. But then he did show up in the fourth set for a little while, and that did get. Where did he show up? He showed up in. He showed up in. I'm not sure. Yeah, it in, was. I don't, in Felix's box, or was he just roaming like the stadium selling hot dogs or something? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not actually sure. I I saw a clip of him sitting, but that whole match because I was early on and uh, long one, I wasn't able to see that whole match. But I saw parts of that match. But that part where he was there, I didn't see and. I just saw a clip of him sitting, but that's a good question, actually. Maybe we need to check the tape on that. Yeah, Where, no, was he, was he like in a neutral? Was he just like a front yeah, row, like nosebleed seat? Or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, no man's land. Yeah. You had to get like a, a last-second ticket, maybe scalpers outside. <laughs> yeah, it was like working ball boy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, that is a good one. He, he, because other than some unforeseen, there was Rude had no shot like in that match. You know, it was just game wasn't there, and he just – had no, 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 nothing that could hurt at all at all. And that was just a coronation. That final, it was yeah, not. Even, it was no. Pretty uh, much. Know, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Uh, nothing uh, made it any uh, interest really. It was you could see it coming, you know, early on, and. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, both finals. Yeah, not much to same, write yeah. about. Or yeah, there's not going to be anything. Very be similar. Watching. Yeah, two, three years from now on rerun, uh, sort of rerun or something. Yeah, the only difference is Coco cried and, and Rude was all happy. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, kind of the dichotomy there. Yeah, the two extremes. Yeah, <laughs> one was crying, one was, yeah, was just happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, uh, so, so, did you watch any of the uh, kind of post, uh, sort of post game or uh, sort of post match stuff, uh, or even some of the stuff that happened today? I think I saw Sir Nadal on CNN with what's yeah, that? yeah, I've been I'm listening on here and there or whatever her name is. Yeah, that's yeah, CNN. he had some long interview. He was like uh, just uh, talking about, you know, I guess he's uh, enjoying and living life. it up now. Yeah, he's loving life. He's uh... yeah. <laughs> At the same time, he was trying to saw how, how the difficulty went through with the foot and taking that sh- those shots every day. And but at the same time, he's it should have broke you know, out the violin for him. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he he always gives you that mixed. You know, he's going through some struggles, but he's achieving. So you can you can see where that little remark you mentioned, you know, in a couple of podcasts ago about Djokovic saying, "Is he hurt or how hurt is he? Or he's hurt for an hour? You, know, <laughs> you don't you really know." know. He's got a basement <laughs> with like Djokovic and Federer's pictures all over the basement, and he's got like you know slash marks on him and X's and <laughs> maybe yeah, right, right. He yeah. seems like the nicest guy, but yeah, uh, oh, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing bad about that. I mean, I mean, he's not. I mean, he can, he can still be nice, but you know, you you're just super competitive yeah yeah well he's definitely got that competitive edge inside you know at his age like they were saying in the telecast at the end of that match like wait he just turned 36 you tell me if he comes back next year at 37 he wouldn't be the basically heavy favorite other than Djokovic who could beat him 
maybe Zverevi, if he puts it together and doesn't hurt himself like that, there's very little, even that age, as long as he's still, you know, shooting up the pain. <laughs> well, the thing I got from the interview is like, forget the next French Open. Uh, he may actually want the Grand Slam. I mean, he, I mean, it sounds like he he probably is going to go to Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. And, early, and probably early reports. May go to the U.S. Open if they can keep, well, you know. You know oh, Mr. U.S. Miyagi Open, I'm sure he would go uh, to. You know, yeah. his, his foot or whatever they're doing to it. Yeah, I'm sure the U.S. Open he was planning along. Wimbledon's always been the iffy one with him with the grass and the quick turnaround. But like you said, it sounded like early reports were maybe not. But it sounds like maybe he's feeling better. Then he thought or feeling good about himself, he might go. And with yeah. that field kind of dwindled away, there you go. There's a he's got a good shot. Yeah, just pop a couple of Advil and you know, just go out there, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a weaker field, uh, in yeah. Wimbledon. So, um, I mean, never know. I mean, I mean, he's playing real good, and yeah, unbelievable. Got his 22nd. Like to put the whole thing in historical perspective, there were I was, I was listening to some of the numbers they were kind of giving out here and there, and um, out of the last sixty-eight Grand Slams, there's one of the big three, you know, Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, has been in sixty-five of the last sixty-eight Grand Slams, which is like mind-blowing. Which is like about seventeen years worth of Grand Slams. So in seventeen years and sixty-eight Grand Slams, at least one one of those three guys has been in the final. Yeah, that, that's mind-boggling. Yeah. That's mind-boggling. And you know what? You, you want to know another crazy one? I I, I know they also mentioned. You know, Nadal's. I think I'm a, a I'm see if I'm pretty sure of exact numbers. I think he was. This is the 64th Grand Slam that he's entered. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 he's been to the final in 30 of them. So he's made almost every every time he enters a Grand Slam tournament, about half the time he gets to the final. That's like doesn't sound impressive. He should have got there like like fifty nine times. <laughs> yeah. Like he's won every so other every other like Grand he Slam. Been... He's at least in the final, and he's yeah. won twenty two of oh, them. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so if you enter any Grand Slam, like most people yeah, enter thirty forty Grand Slams, yeah. you'd be lucky to win like three or four of your thirty forty Grand Slams. He's entered yeah. sixty four, a third of the time he wins it. So basically, he's entering the Wimbledon a third of the time he would win it, and half the time he's going to be in the final. Like any Grand Slam he enters, out of one hundred twenty eight people every time. Like Federer and Nadal have also been uh, – Federer and Djokovic, sorry, have also been to about 30 finals, but I think they played more slams. They're still impressive, but they might be in the 70s, their slams. But that's that's still pretty crazy too. Like you're pretty much – if you're in a grand slam, you are you can almost book it half the time he's in the final at least. And just, yeah, it's crazy, know, number, Nadal, crazy numbers by these guys. Yeah, foot. crazy numbers. Uh, yeah, I think if his foot is okay-ish and the weather is okay, you know, you know, it kind of suits his game. He's got a shot because he's very sensitive to weather, like we've discussed. Because his because because he puts so much topspin on his shots. I think if the weather is ideal for him, I think he might be able to win it. You know, the right speed and and I mean, so the right temperature and speed of the ball on the court. Yeah, if they don't have too no, damp got, of a weather there, if it's a little warm, right? yeah. Right, I mean, he's won it twice. Not like you. Yeah, kind of he's won it twice. Either. He's I mean, been in Federer, you know. He, he, right, right. Yeah, he's won like it twice, Federer, and Federer he's... got lucky yeah. to win the French yeah. because because all the big names are out. But like when Nadal won I mean, Wimbledon, yeah, he actually beat Fed, you know, to do it. Yeah, that's the one thing that in the goat debate, like if you want to go about the debate, goat debate, Nadal actually beat Federer in his house 
when Federer could never beat Nadal in his house. You know, yeah, I mean? Nadal beat him at Wimbledon. Federer could never beat him at the French. Same thing even with Djokovic. Nadal actually beat Djokovic in the U.S. Open final, so he's beaten him in a hardcore final. But Djokovic has never beaten him on the, on the clay final. He beat him a couple times at least earlier, but never in the final. But, yeah, that's a huge thing, like you said. He's, and he's been to five finals, too. He's won two. And the other three he lost were Djokovic and Federer, so, you know, it's barely losing. And the, I remember there was even one year there was a crazy semi him and Djokovic had, crazy five-set semi that basically the winner was going to win the whole thing because they had, like uh, – I think Anderson was in the final. That was an easy win, you know. So, yeah. He, he, basically, again, if you look at the field there, if, other than Djokovic, do you have confidence somebody beating him? Yeah. Even at well, Wimbledon. Probably not. Yeah, he, yeah. That's true, actually. Even at Wimbledon. Yeah, other than Djokovic, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, the, you know, like you know, like Alcaraz guy. and and. Yeah, Alcaraz. I don't know how his game goes on grass. We'll have to see. Yeah, Zver is probably not going to play. He's probably so. out. So, not that Medvedev's good on grass. He's not allowed. Yeah. Is he possible, for whatever reason, his game is not as good on grass, even though he, he seems like he has the game for grass, but for some reason he's better on clay with that one-hander and slices, and he comes to the net too. So I don't know. Uh, you think he can transition his game to grass, uh, you'd hope, but so far it hasn't showed. Other well, than Djokovic. Well, well thing is, is with Nadal now at the end of his career, I mean, one thing I'd like to see him do is actually turn heel or something, you know. You know, just turn mean. You know, you, know, you like, really are in the Vince McMahon uh, mindset. Yeah, <laughs> like in Wimbledon, who I mean, who he should have in his box is like NWO or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's there. You go. <laughs> yeah, you know, just go heel. Just go be, you know, start wearing leather. And, yeah, like Hollywood know. Hogan with the yeah, black yeah, beard. yeah. Be like Hollywood <laughs> Nadal. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, this, I mean, his last run. Well, maybe he's thinking he's doing so well this year. And other than those couple of injuries, he started the year on fire and he was winning, you know, what, 20 matches in a row, the best card of his career. He figures probably if I can just manage this thing, maybe he's found a temporary solution. He could keep going this year and he could win them all. You know, who's going to beat him the way he's playing? It's, it's going to be tough. So maybe he's going to milk it this year and say, well, let him try to push it the rest of this year and he can worry about retiring next year. Yeah, maybe it's not that crazy. Yeah, and he's another hundred million or something in the bank. You know, I mean, yeah, get an extra yacht or two, and uh, like you don't want to be the only guy with one yacht. You know, on, yeah, yeah, you know, like in the Mediterranean. <laughs> have to so, trade it in for a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want that that forty footer. You want that <laughs> you want the hundred footer, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not sure what size footer they you know. It's considered cool these days. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> In my day, you know, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so we got some Wimbledon to look forward to, uh, or at least the grass court season, and we'll see what happens at Wimbledon this year. It's going to be kind of a little bit different, I guess, with um, yeah, with no Federer and uh, you know some of the field not present. Uh, yeah, you would think Federer would have taken this opportunity. I know, like, he's been out for so long, but at least he was always making it back for Wimbledon. And the field is cut down. If he would have just been able to heal up for a couple of warm-ups and grass before Wimbledon, usually he gets himself ready at least within a year. But he's, I guess his injury so bad this year is still... We know what's going to happen now. I mean, Murray... I mean, like, Murray's going to go be looking for that doctor that, uh, that Nadal... Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah, whatever he's shooting up... Can he do that in the hip? Can he shoot some of that in my hip? <laughs> Yeah, he won't. He won't be walking like you know, like dragging his leg. Yeah, he won't have that hitch in his giddy up. Uh, that's that's a good point. Maybe yeah. maybe Murray can have a shot then. 
Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah, with these old timers between, um, yeah, Chilich and Murray and Nadal and Djokovic. I mean, that's probably our. I mean, those are probably the top four. Uh, you know, probably uh, your best odds are there. Might be. That's a good <laughs> point with Chilich. He's been playing. He's playing good, and grass suits him better. That's another good point. It is sad not to see Federer there because he's at least been showing up there, and you see him play the last, you know, bunch of years, but. Uh, we'll yeah, it's gonna be the first one without again. better in yeah. like twenty years. Yeah, that they played because they had to skip the COVID yeah. one. First yeah, one in twenty years was it twenty years maybe? Maybe probably probably more. I don't. Didn't he play it maybe in year two thousand or about twenty? You know, at oh, least yeah, twenty. Maybe. Twenty reign. Wow, twenty years. Yeah. That. he probably first played it more. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, we got some grass court tournaments, kind of smaller ones the next couple weeks. I think we have a three-week gap between French and Wimbledon. So we'll have some warm-up tournaments. I think they start off with some small 250s, and you have a a couple 500 uh, series uh, tournaments. Typically, Djokovic doesn't play any, really. Nadal, of course, doesn't play any. So it's usually like the – not the top, top guys for whatever reason. Those guys never play. And less and less people seem to playing these warm-ups and grass just because of the quick turnaround. So we'll see who plays what. And we can at least uh, enjoy a little grass court tennis before Wimbledon. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, we got Wimbledon to look forward to. And uh, we'll see how the grass season goes. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Bodie? I think we covered um, the sort of tennis uh, big events. I would Wrap just say up. the only the only intrigue now is Nadal's at 22, so Djokovic is back two behind him now. So he really needs this Wimbledon to get back within one now that he's dropped two back. So and then ah, it's going to be like five years from now. We'll be saying who's going to get the 31st. But yeah, I'm having that feeling anymore. that now. Like I think I they're know. both still going to be bumping up the way it's going. Like this yeah. is we we've, we've heard this story for the last five years, and they just keep collecting and. I don't know if he, yeah. I don't know Never if these know. young he's these good. young guys just won't, can't push them over. Yeah, they can't push them aside. Yeah, we could be debating this in two, three years still. Who knows? But yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy it while it's there. Can, That's true. Because you never. Yeah, I mean, who knows what we're gonna end up with after the you know last two or three of these you know old you know old vets uh, you know old you know you know war horses exactly. Or, Anytime any of their matches on, I try to watch every single point because it's going to be, you know, not too many of them left. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, buddy. Well, good talking to you. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining the show, folks. And uh, we'll be back with, uh, you know, with the grass court season and um, yeah, keeping you, you up to date on what's happening to this. Uh, so always ask the question. Who would you, if you're on center court, who would you have in your player's box? Over and out. All right. Take care, everybody.